0: Matriarchy is an intersectional collective that brings POC African women together for the empowerment and development of African cities and spatial education. hello to ever's listening and welcome to the next episode on our matriarchy audio channel to make mention that the original article to this episode was posted in written form on our website on the 21st of february 2018 as a fruit of the week it was written by njaka and has a feature visual by lara fisher which was incorporated by Fred Merton's Blackness and Non-Permanence, which was exhibited at the MoMA. Okay, so today's episode is titled Part 1 on Beauty and Terror, The Black Outdoors. As Fred Merton said in The Black Outdoors in 2014, anybody who thinks that they can understand how terrible the terror has been without understanding how beautiful the beauty has been against the grain of terror, is wrong. This Fruit of the Week features a talk between two scholars, Fred Moten. In his work, he has consistently argued that any theory of politics, ethics, or aesthetics must begin by reckoning with the creative expressions of the oppressed, a quote by McCarthy in 2018. Sadia Hartman has written about feeling the continual legacy of slavery and making productive sense of the gaps and silences in the archive of transatlantic slavery that absent the voice of enslaved women. In this talk, they lead us through various questions, musings, and lingering breakthroughs. How do we get out from under the regime of everyday violences? Being outdoors is premised on an innness. Does the outdoors always exist or is it also because there is an in that has been made? And what happens when we finally get out? Can we in fact get out? An attempt to answer. Number one, architecture creates an inside, thus articulating an outside while playing part in making the outside an idea as well as an aesthetic form. The architect is indoors. The outside begins to exist. Number two, in other words, the outdoors exists in relation to architecture, but does not need architecture to exist, while architecture necessarily needs the outdoors for it to be able to exist. Moten and Hartman challenge us to locate blackness outside the antithesis of blackness to whiteness as the anti-thesis to whiteness. Anti, a prefix meaning before. It is not then a question of escaping blackness, but escaping the idea of blackness made during the construction of whiteness as a concept of purity and superiority that is then located in people's bodies. And thus, what black people are made into through this institutional setup that privileges whiteness. If we think of whiteness as a concept that tries to escape the dynamism of existence and categorize it. Then, when does that which has before existed outside the universalization of the absolute humanity of whiteness become when this whiteness has been erected? In other words, does whiteness need its own idea of blackness to exist, while blackness itself does not need whiteness because its existence is not premised in the idea and aesthetic form that whiteness turns it into? Is that the way out? The world is disciplined. Black tries to hold on. Through the creation of a thing. That which it is unlike. Becomes new. Paradoxes of the black outdoors. Paradoxes of the black outdoors. 1A. Said by Hartman. To produce a thought of the outside while in the inside. 1B. Said by Moten. The thought of the outside can only occur from the inside. 2 Living inside of a world that is in so many ways uninhabitable, said by Hartman. And three, thus the labor of trying to produce an outside, trying to create an opening, said by Hartman. Creating an opening. Not being able to get out is violent. The process of getting out is violence. And then possibly being outside is itself A form of violence. That is, the outside also brings constraints. The nightmare is both inside and outside because the constraints of the outside are directly related to what is happening on the inside. Let us consider the reality of living as a black woman and as a queer black person in South Africa, where class plays a significant role in dictating this reality. Rape, as Pumla Gola describes it, is a South African nightmare. White colonial and struggle masculinities, those employed to fight and survive against white supremacists, rape, as Pumla Tola describes it, is a South African nightmare. White colonial and struggle masculinities do not leave us when the war is over. They become institutionalized and embedded in the fabric of relations within the society, and they are not only embodied in men, says Cockburn. These masculinities are transferred to the family unit in mirroring the same type of limiting control on women with an X as it were on the state. Women therefore function under a continuum of violence where there is no aftermath and are thus in a constant state of war. Men learn from a particular type of masculinity that lets one assume ownership over women and their bodies under an economic structure that reasserts the dominance of men, which then enforces this unequal and oppressive dynamic, says Lewis in 2013. Militant sexuality, i.e. rape, sexual harassment, street harassment, homophobic sexual violence, are extensions of these dominant masculinities, which are in the same perverse sense understood as protectors. The father of the high... the father of the household, the father of the nation. The fear of masculinity under the war zone of patriarchy and facilitated using the weaponry of militant sexuality works to control the movements and actions of women and queer people. If we are to live in a new ethic different from apartheid and create notions of nationhood and citizenship wholesomely, we have to challenge the militarized masculinities that remain as they are internalized by men expressed in the construction of the state and upheld in the general structuring of society and its institutions. They thus depend on the normalization of a heterosexual as well as queer relations ordered according to specific gender roles that privilege the dominance and superiority of masculinity. We will never be out unless gendered relations are challenged because what we find when we get outside Of colonization, of apartheid, of repression, is that for women and queer people, the threat hasn't been eliminated. So we need to be out from the outside, says Moten. It is about the ways that people make place together. The alternative does not have to be legible in terms of the current form of reality, says Hartman. What art have these groups of people created? What have they been saying? What are they currently saying? This is a form of trying to get out by looking in as we reckon with the creative expressions of the oppressed. Anybody who thinks that they can understand how terrible the terror has been without understanding how beautiful the beauty has been against the grain of terror is wrong. Fred Merton, The Black Outdoors. In short... The architect is indoors. The outside begins to exist. The world is disciplined. Black tries to hold on. Through the creation of a thing, that which is unlike it becomes new. Freedom is to get out by going in.